Hey, happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome back to the Faith Now podcast. Today's message is God will get you there. So if you've ever found yourself stranded or felt like you weren't sure even when to take that next step in life, I know I've been there plenty of times, then I encourage you to stick around and tune into this episode. And we just thank you guys again for tuning in. And I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to Pastor Toby. Hey there, guys. Pastor Toby coming to you today. I want to share a phrase with you that I want to discuss on today's podcast. By the way, thank you for listening each week, and I uh, appreciate you tuning into this podcast, and I'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can email me at pastor at faithchurchnow.com, and I love your comments or um, words of encouragement, or if you need anything or comments on the podcasting or any other issues, just give me a email and send it to me at pastor at faithchurchnow.com. I'd love to come alongside you and support you and encourage you and help you any way I can. Today's talk, God will get you there. God will get you there. Is life just a series of random events or does God have a grand plan? What happens when we're not sure if the place we're at is where we're supposed to be? God has a purpose for every place along the path that he leads us. In the Bible, Jesus is appearing in the church, the synagogue. He's announcing his kingdom, and he says something very interesting that we find in Luke chapter 4, verse 24 through 26. In Luke's gospel, Luke chapter 4, verse 24 says this, Truly I tell you, Jesus continued, no prophet is accepted, is accepted in his own hometown. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky was shut for three and a half Years and there was a severe famine throughout the land, yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon. Now, I want to use that phrase for my discussion today, for the talk today. God will get you there. Jesus is trying to give them some insight by sharing an historic event from centuries earlier. He's talking to a group of religious people who should understand what he's trying to do, but they don't. So Jesus breaks away to a story about the past. And I want to just briefly talk about that for a second. I'm not going to go into great detail about the story that Jesus is using about Elijah, but you can read it later. God will get you there. Because there is where the blessing is. That's the key. And to answer the question we ask ourselves, why am I where I am? Ever ask yourself that? Why am I where I am? In a place or a situation or a dilemma. And God wants to show you why you are there. Jesus mentioned something from centuries ago about Elijah the prophet does it in 1 Kings chapter 17, and in verse number 1, verse 1 through 4, we meet Elijah the prophet. He's appearing to his countrymen in a time of crisis, and the Bible says, Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe and Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither, there'll be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. The bad boy prophet shut down the showerhead of heaven. And he speaks the word of the Lord, a drought is coming. Verse 2, then the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Leave here, turn eastward and hide in the Kareth ravine east of Jordan. You will drink from the brook 
and I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. There. God directed the ravens, and God will supply you food there. Here's a takeaway and a pause for a teaching moment. Here's a takeaway. God will always put your provisions in the place he plants you. God will always put your provision in the place he plants you. Your provisions always awaits your obedience. Jesus says Elijah was sent to a widow in Zarephath, but before he was sent to that woman, he was directed to a brook. After the rain stopped falling in Israel, God sends Elijah a secret stash. How many of you know that God has a secret stash? Even when the economy shuts down, God has a way to feed his people. Even when you lose your job, God can find ways to provide for you. Even without a husband, God knows how to love you. Even if you can't have children, God has a way to fill your life with meaning. The people of Israel had come to rely on what comes from the clouds. So God does something interesting. He shuts down the sky so he could open up the heavens. Why would God send a drought? You see, when we depend on the wrong things in life, God will often dethrone what we are depending on because he knows it will ultimately fail us. The children of Israel had been depending on a false god, Baal. God can't bless you when you're depending on Baal. Baal, a false god, they thought he was the source of, of the rain, of everything. It was a pagan god. So no rain in the land for three and a half years. But God tells Elijah, even when the skies shut, I have a stream. There is a stream and a secret place to lead you to. And I believe God has someone he's leading to that good stream today. I believe God has someone he is leading. He's leading you to a good stream. We find ourselves depending on something or someone who's not strong enough to support us. That relationship that really wasn't God's best for you, that you thought you could depend on, that you thought you could make it, you couldn't make it without that relationship. That job you had that God didn't really want you at, he didn't want that job for you, but you just wanted to make money. But in making money, you lost meaning in what God put you there for. God will sometimes shut down the sky, not to kill you, but to reveal to you his calling and his purpose. Let me put it this way. Not every drought is from the devil. You know, we're so quick sometimes, spiritual people. We blame the devil for every headache and for everything. But not every drought we experience comes from the devil. I mean, we see that in this story that God in his mercy shut the sky. I wonder, is, is God shutting the sky in your life to get you back to the real source of life? He does that sometimes because he loves you. And he says, I see you trusting in things. I see you putting your faith in other things. So I got to shut the sky. God has an unusual way of taking care of you when you follow him. Famine hits the land. God tells Elijah, if you listen to my voice, I got something for you. Did you know that God's got something for you? Did you know that God's got something for you? But in order to get what I have for you, 
You can't stay here. You got to get there. You got to get there. Where is there? There is the place of obedience. There is the place of blessing. Isaiah chapter 55, beginning in verse 8, says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purposes for which I sent it. So even in a time of famine, God says, I have a way to feed my people. Even in a time of frustration, I have a way to sustain you. Even in a time of struggle and scarcity, I have a way. I can make a way. You just got to get there. You just got to get there. The psalmist puts it this way in Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. It's there. The blessing of the Lord, it's there. Where is there? Wherever He calls you to be. 1 Kings chapter 17 tells us in the story that he did what the Lord told him, and he went to the Kareth Ravine east of Jordan, and he stayed there. He stayed there. He stayed there. See, sometimes you just need to stay right where you're at because that's where God wants you. The Bible says he stayed there. He had to be there to get the blessing. There. And he went there, and he stayed there. And look what God did. Look how God will hook you up when you get where he wants you, right where he put you, there. Look what God will do when you stay where he plants you. Verse 6 says, The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. God used the birds and the brook. Look what God will do when you get there, where he puts you. That place. You see, God will always put your provisions in the place he plants you. Your provisions will always, listen, await your obedience. Just got to get there. Just got to get there. And where is there? It's where God wants you. That's there. That's there. Listen, have a great week and join us this weekend for our Sunday worship experiences. The traditional services at 9 and 1030 is our contemporary service. So you can join us online. Our live stream broadcast every Sunday at 1030. If you can't gather with us in person, we invite you to join us on Faith Church Online uh, on our live stream. You can uh, use any of your podcast platforms or Facebook or faithchurchnow.com our website to catch that live stream broadcast at 1030 every Sunday or make plans to join us in person, 9 o'clock for our traditional, 10.30 for our contemporary. We look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks again for listening uh, to this podcast. I look forward to hearing from you soon. We want you to stay strong, faith strong.